2: And John Ritchie on this uh, Friday uh, after morning, Friday morning. And it is a football Friday, even though there's no Eagles game. We're getting ready for wildcard weekend, which is a very fun weekend. But also a little on the 76ers. They lost the game last night, and it was a bad loss. But that should not obscure the fact that it has been a really good last month or so for the Sixers as they climb back into this thing. We haven't talked a ton of Sixers lately, but we will a lot as the season moves on. And when we do, oftentimes with our buddy, Mr. Derek Bodner. Of course, you can follow all of his work at the Daily Six newsletter. And also at Derek Bodner, NBA, he joins us right now. What's going on, Derek? How much? How you doing, Joe? Good, man. Looking forward to talking to you more. Of course, I don't want this Eagles thing to end anytime soon, but you know we'll crank it up. Derek, let's start with this. Halfway point of the season, they're 25 wins. They're, you know, tracking to 50. Um, just open-ended big-picture question. This year's 76ers team is
0: is what? Honestly, I would say still unknown. Um, you look at it, they just finished off their 41st game of the season, like I said. Uh, they have played – the second easiest strength of schedule so far, uh, they've played fewer games than most teams. You have teams playing 43, 44, 45 games, and they have the toughest strength of schedule coming up. So I think you look at it, and they're at a you know, pretty good place, 25 and 16. Joel Embiid's having an MVP caliber season. They withstood a lot of injuries. They they didn't let those injuries to Embiid, Harden, and Maxi derail them. But I think we still have a lot to learn about this team, about what they can do against the top in the league, and about what our expectations should be going into the playoffs. So I would say there's still relatively I, – I would say there's a lot to learn.
4: Derek, how much better has James Harden played in the first half of this season compared to last year?
0: Yeah, he's played better, um, significantly better. And I think part of that is I do think he's feeling a little bit more spry because of that hamstring, although I don't think he's necessarily looked like a completely different player. But I think he's also just learning a little more how to survive uh, with the realities of his physical limitations, um, which maybe last year – He was still sort of getting used to. And I think he's just getting more comfortable playing with, uh, you know, with Embiid, with Maxi, with Harris, getting them the ball in the right spots. He really has embraced being a a setup guy. You know, he is, if not the league leader in assists right up there, uh, if he had enough games to qualify. And I do think he does a really good job of creating scoring opportunities. And I think he's embraced that. Um, You know, some nights when that step back is going in, and he can then use that to, you know, get the defender out on the perimeter and get by him and get in the paint. He can be dynamic and electric. Uh, other nights, it can be a little bit more of a struggle with his scoring. But his passing is pretty consistent, I think he's really embraced that.
4: Why do the performances look so uneven on the defensive side of the court for Harden?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a very bad defender um, who, who really just does not give consistent effort on that end at all. He can dial it up at times in the fourth quarter. And even then, he's not a good defender because he is you know, getting up there in age and not all that quick laterally. But his effort is very inconsistent. It's been true for most of his career. You know, I think at times... With Houston, you would overlook that because he was an offense unto himself. Now that he is a little bit, uh, you know, he's playing more within a system and there's other players who carry that offensive load, those habits are a little tougher to stomach. And that's one of the reasons why I think you still have some very real question marks about this team coming in, because when Harden and Maxey are on the floor together and playing in, in games together, they've been a pretty me- mediocre defense. A lot of their, you know, right now they're a top five defense. I think they're right, ranked fourth in the league. But a lot of that came when those two were out. Uh, wow. And it's a small sample size. But I think they're somewhere around like the 23rd ranked defense when both of those players are available. And part of that is because Harden does not give great effort. And Maxi, even yeah. if he gives good effort, he's small and undersized and a bad perimeter defender. Finding a way to make those two work on the defensive side of the court, I think is one of the things we really have to learn about.
2: Derek Bodner with us. Derek, what did you make of that uh, Adrian Wojanowski report on Christmas about Harden, you know, might go back to Houston if. If he doesn't sign with the Sixers, is that posturing for a max or near max deal? W- what is that? W- where did that come
0: from? What is that all about? Well, my first reaction was, "You got to be kidding me!" On Christmas, like you can't allow me to just enjoy my Christmas without this kind of drama. Um, that was my first. Reaction. <laughs> I felt the same I mean, way. Amazing. <laughs> my second reaction is, I think he's just looking for leverage. You know, I don't. Yeah. I didn't read that report as James Harden doesn't want to return to Philly. I read that report as if something happens in the next couple of months or if the Sixers don't give him the contract that he wants, he's trying to let it be known out there that he has a backup plan. He has another place that he would mm-hmm. be looking to go. You know, I think when you look at when you look at a free agent coming in, in order to have any kind of leverage, there has to be another place where he could go. And most of the teams who would have cap space wouldn't be at a point in their, you know, team development, their team life cycle to sign a thirty four year old James Harden. Houston's maybe that one exception right. because of that history there, because of how much he likes Houston likes the area because of how much he has family there where he can use them as leverage to get more out of the yeah. Sixers I think that was a you know a, a news leak six months in advance of negotiations totally just to kind of remind Sixers
2: so Derek I don't want to do the whole thing on Harden but one more Harden question as it relates to Doc Rivers does Doc Rivers have the guts to tell James Harden to try harder when he doesn't try hard enough on defense
0: I mean I, even if he does I don't think it, it matters, um, you know. At this stage of their career, I think players, by and large, have habits and uh, getting them. Especially someone who is accomplished as James, I'm not sure there's many coaches. Even I'm not sure Greg Popovich could get through hit to him at this point. Um, by the way, there in lies an
2: NBA problem. Let me just—I see John shaking his head. Derek, while you're—I t- mean, John, right? Isn't that part of what drives us nuts about the NBA? I mean, here we are. We have a, yeah. an acknowledged reality: a player doesn't try his hardest. Right. And and we have a league where it's just like accept it. I, it just drives me bananas. Yeah, it's why it's part of why we love. It's part of why we love Jalen Hurts, man. There's no messing around. Anyway, Harden has done well. Derek, the um, the Embiid thing. D- d- do you derive any hope that this year will be different down the road? Come playoff time, or is it just cross your fingers and wait to see what happens in April, May, and if you can possibly get there to June?
0: Right, now, are we talking? I'm I'm sorry. Did you say Embiid or the team? Embiid. I think Embiid, if he stays healthy, and look, that's always the if. Um, you know, I think last year was largely fluke stuff with the elbow and the eye and, and whatnot and his finger getting caught in the jersey. If he can stay healthy, I think his offensive game can translate better than it's ever been able to. The way he has become really one of the league's premier mid-range shooters, the way he can get that shot off at any point that he wants, I think his game will translate to, you know, he, we, we talk about this as a guards league, a forwards league, a wings league. He really plays offensively a lot of times like a wing much to the chagrin of a lot of Philly fans. But I think that's in part because he knows that he is going to be able to get that shot off in the playoffs. And if he can become money from that spot and one of the league's best shooters, which he has become, I think his game is going to translate to the playoffs a lot better. He feels Mm -hmm. more comfortable dealing with double teams from that spot rather than the back of the basket. Uh, And he's really, he's limited his turnovers. He's become a much better passer and he's a, a real legitimate elite mid range shooter. Yeah, I think he can be successful in the playoffs, but he has to be healthy. Like so what about – what?
2: yeah, what's the answer to the team question then? Because the team question is even more important. You're, yeah. I mean, look, they're in the mix. I don't think there's any truly exceptional team this year, which means the Sixers have a shot even if they're not truly exceptional. But as you sort of look at what's up ahead come playoff time, what do you say?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it's going to come down to Harden and whether or not he can get his shot off consistently in the playoffs. And I think a lot of it's going to come down to what I talked – talked about earlier where can maxi and harden and the sixers entire perimeter defensive lineup hold up in the playoffs when you're you have teams who can get you know scheme against them game plan against them who can have big wings like milwaukee like boston who can run you know any kind of pick and roll they want to get the matchups they want can those those people can maxi can harden uh, can they hold up defensively um i have pretty significant and also can can Doc pull the right strings to out coach is rivals on other teams. Uh, I, have, I have pretty significant questions on all of them. I do think the Sixers' talent level-wise can make a run to the Eastern Conference co- Finals. You can anything can happen from there, uh, but I'm not necessarily super confident that they will get the most out of their talent level at this point.
4: I had such high expectations for Tyrese Maxey heading into this season, and I just wonder how close to 100% is he now, Derek, and how much did that injury hamper his development into becoming the next big thing that I was expecting?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's still probably working his way back a little bit. I think it's, it's, you know, a lot of times when you talk about foot injuries, a lot of it comes down, especially in something like basketball, where it start, stop, sprint, jump. A lot of it comes down to uh, confidence more so than pure pain. Um, I'm not sure he's necessarily in pain, uh, but I do think there's maybe a little bit of doubt in terms of confidence, and I think that's just something he's going to have to work his way back from. But I think largely, like, if he struggled here uh, since returning, and he's had a couple of really good games, but he's been up and down. You know, I think it's just getting back up to speed of the NBA game. I think think he will be fine. You know, in terms of as a scorer, he continues to be, uh, you know, a really good offensive player with a, a really dynamic outside shot can be streaky at times, but you combine his speed with that shot and his ability to get downhill. I think he's, he's developing pretty well. You know, I think the next step for him is going to be as a uh, passer and as a setup man and using his speed to create shots for others, in part because we don't know how long James Harden can, can really be a top-flight uh, half-court offensive player right. because he is on that wrong side. Of 30. Yeah. Um, you would love to see Maxi develop into someone who can really run an offense, and I think that's the biggest step for him. But I do think that's going to be a multi-year process where he gets, like, incremente- incrementally better from year to year. Um, and I think we see signs of that, but I think it's going to be going to take a little bit.
2: Derek, good stuff, man. Uh, Derek is always uh, on the beat and doing a great job at, at Derek Bodner, NBA, the Daily Six newsletter as well. Derek, looking forward to talking to you more in the second half. Thanks, buddy. Yep, My pleasure. All right, there he Thanks, is. Derek. All right, to the phones we go. Joe and King of Prussia. Hi, Joe.
3: Hey hey, what's up, boys? Hey, um, hey. good. Uh, listen, I, I just wanted to shift back to the Eagles. Sure. Uh, you guys, that 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 conversation about Lamar was interesting, and I pulled up his stats just, in, and I'll share some stuff with you. He was his passer rating sixty eight point three in four playoff games, three TDs, five interceptions. Compared to Jalen, his his two biggest games in the last three years, he had a national championship game. Then he had his playoff game against Tampa Bay. He's got three for eight in the, play- in the Clemson game pulled after throwing for 27 yards. And then uh, this, this last playoff game, he had one TD, two interceptions, 55.8 passer rating. What I'm getting at is I love Jalen. He's our future. But in sports, things, when you get to a championship game, things tighten up. And he's got to prove to everyone here in this big game he's going to have in eight, nine days that he can perform when, you know, there's hand fighting at the line, the receivers aren't as open, it's it's intense, the, the calls aren't there. And for me, I need to see Jalen perform in that environment before I'm going to crown him the future of the, the franchise. and And I think a lot of Philadelphia fans are a little bit, Feeling that way, and that's what you're sensing, Joe. That comment you made when you started the show is that why aren't we more excited? I think there's a little of that inside of this. Is that Jalen has proven himself. No question, he's going to get better. He's had a better season. He's he's performed better, but we need it in the big game. This is three years ago to today.
4: He's
2: changed a lot, but... Uh, <laughs> oh my
4: gosh, you're talking about four years ago. I mean, being in
2: college. Uh, that, yeah. He's so
4: different now, Joe. I think that's unfair. I think it's unfair, Taking too. it all the way back I, there.
2: I don't think too many people think in terms of that national title game. I, I know I don't. I mean, he's Not such an evolved thrower. But, you know, I get that in the one playoff game last year he played. he played, he played, he played poor. Joe, give me a great answer, man. Who got done dirty in a movie or TV show? Going Philly, I'm saying Mick. Mickey, he, he,
3: he dirtied Rocky, took his locker away. It was really the theme of the movie. It was uh, his comeback from being in the complete dumps. Yeah, and, uh, so
2: it's funny you say that. I thought about that earlier. I appreciate the call. Good call. The only thing I'll say is, Rock wasn't that good. I mean, somehow he became the heavyweight champ, but, I mean, he was just another bum from the neighborhood. Right? I mean, yeah. like you know, yeah. uh, I mean, think of it this way. He fights Spider Rico. Kind of lucky to be where he is. And until Spider story, Rico you know? does a dirty move, Rock and Spider Rico are like at a draw. Even, yeah. And you know, I, what I know is Spider Rico won't be able to beat Apollo Creed. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Seltzer, what do you got in there right yeah,
0: now? Yeah, so I just, uh, I just grabbed that Lane Johnson WWE promo that yes. Tom from Abington mentioned, and he's right. Pretty interesting line in here. I want to play it for you guys, see what you think. Now, where, where is this from, he, This is WWE. Lane Johnson did a promo. I guess he's going to be involved in some WWE event okay. or something like that. All right, you want to hear it? Yep. It's like 30 seconds. Here we go.
2: What the hell are you doing here in my house? You think you can just walk over and skip steps and do whatever you want? Philadelphia Eagles, 14-3. and 3, NFC East champs. Bye week. Big playoff game. Result, 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 result. But people forget the process, the steps. The steps, the next step, the next step. Much like when you get an MRI, sometimes you have to wait on the result before you tweet it out to the world of something that's not meant to be true. The playoffs come through Philadelphia, but the WWE Golden Title, that comes through me. So is the, I- the implication, yeah, so is the implication that he's saying people report it inaccurately? That I'm more hurt
0: than I am, maybe. Like I, I, so I, I, when I hear that, I'm like, he's saying, hey, I'm not as hurt as people report it. It
2: could be. Back that line up again. We don't need the whole thing. Just that specific part. He's clearly making some kind of comment there. All right, let's hear the way Lane framed it. Much like when you get an MRI, sometimes you have to wait on the result before you tweet it out to the world of something that's not meant to be true. John, <laughs> it's a good catch by whoever called us and told um, us. Tom, Tom Babine. Yeah, it's interesting. Look, I think it's it's fact, interesting, right? I think what, what do you make of it?
3: that
4: he did this is a great sign. I don't think if he were so hurt that he's not going to be able to be out there and starting and contributing and being himself in the postseason, I, I don't feel like he would be comfortable even doing this. So that's my biggest take. That's away. a good sign.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It won't be jokey joke time. Right. I I, I feel better about Lane than I did before totally. here that. Yep. Let's go to Chris in Middletown right now. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Christopher. I'm up at Weasel. Chrissy. Weasel, you are uh,
1: you're an amazing weasel.
2: Um, uh, well, as weasels go, I'd want to be one of the better ones, so I tend he, to yeah. prefer to be I one mean, of if you're the gonna be well things, great, you know, ones. Yeah. Be great at it. Yeah. Hey, h- how are you feeling about noon today? Uh, nervous should yeah i haven't done should. i haven't done good lately and beat the hammer i also haven't two, i haven't right? three out of last four he's yeah last, really yeah so he's one and three well, in three that's last horrendous i haven't eaten yet today yeah. but i'm planning to next commercial break well, that's so. your fault yep it is
1: yeah yeah you should feel that pressure because you know you suck and you're gonna go down Yeah.
2: So. Wow.
1: anyway m- moving on <laughs> the to important topics of the day <laughs> um i think uh we get a little crazy with the Sirianni thing. I told James when I called in, I said, it, I liken it to like the divorce couple or the couple that's breaking up. There's the he said, she said, and then somewhere down the middle is the truth. I think with Sirianni, I'm kind of noticing something with him. Like when he was trying to get everybody to think Jalen would play, he talked about, oh, he's Superman and he heals faster than everybody else. You guys don't understand. This guy's a super athlete. The reality was he was trying to downplay the fact. That he was hurt so i think he was hurt but he just wasn't hurt um you know he was he wasn't tr- he was trying to say like oh he's not hurt at all basically he's a super athlete he's going to be fine but now he's flipped and gone to the oh my god he's in so much pain and i don't know you know he's going to play but who knows and I, I just think that the truth lies down the middle like he's hurt he's better than he was he's not as bad we're right now as what Sirianni's making out. It's just Sirianni trying to throw the Sirianni smokescreen. Yeah, I, I think mean, the truth what you lies
4: opposite of what Sirianni indicates sometimes. Yeah. I think he, he believes so strongly in trying to be deceptive or to try to give as little away as possible. He wants to try to make the opponent prepare for things that they shouldn't have to prepare for and, and overexert themselves in that whole – because he knows how much time and effort goes into – putting a game plan together. He just wants to mess
2: with whomever we end up playing. I don't think it's that simple, Chris. I just don't. I mean, you guys can believe what you want to believe. I, I don't believe that.
1: I mean, do you really Do you really think that all of a sudden he went from being a super healer to playing one game, and now, wow, he's massively
2: hurt? Well, I don't know that he is a super. I mean, how do you know he's a super healer? No, I'm saying based
1: on what Sirianni told us. Remember? I, 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 he- I, I,
2: I, yeah, I heard that. I get you. But I, I just think. In those public settings, there's a lot said that is said by coaches, primarily sometimes players, to answer a question without trying to really address the heart of the question. I, I just why, I believe that. I look. Let me put this why, way. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't. think. On. I don't think Nick Sirianni wanted to answer any question about Jalen Hurts in a press conference. But, but a long time ago, the owners got together and said you know, NFL coach, thou shall have a press conference. And so press conferences happen and it's the way it is. And the coach has got to do it, but it doesn't mean the coaches like it. It doesn't mean the coach wanted to tell you what he really knows. And I think he gave a lot of words to try to just kind of fill up time.
1: I think he's hurt. I don't think he's hurt as hurt as, as bad as it was before. I think he was hurt originally and he wasn't as healthy as before, I think we're going to be fine. I, I feel we'll very say. confident. All right, Chris, who, who's real,
2: done dirty? Move your I, TV I, I'm going to give
1: you my done dirty uh, real quick. Tom, you're a genius for picking up on that. I feel really good. I agree with the Lane Johnson situation. Yeah, I feel helps. a lot better now about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it seems like we got him a little agitated. So now he's also got something to prove, like, oh, y'all think I'm hurt? Yeah, I'll show you how hurt I am. So feel good about that. Um, somebody done dirty. Uh, guy was innocent. Not only was he innocent, was a gentle giant, um, actually uh had healing powers, so would have done betterment of man, but uh was wrongly convicted
2: of uh what's, killing the, what's his name? All
1: girls. John Coffey and the Green Mile. Uh,
2: you got it. Yeah. Appreciate it. I, I love the build up we can't have seventy seven seconds of build up. Red Seltzer? I mean, there's a certain tempo yeah, here. at a
4: certain point, you kind of get to the end. Like, if
2: you're doing that uh, offense Steve Nash used to run, and it's, you know, seven seconds to shoot the ball. <laughs> like, you can't have seven seconds to shoot the ball and have someone dribble the ball for 33 straight seconds, right? don't uh, love Chris Melton. I'm just saying we gotta we got to move it along. All right, 215-592-9494. The uh, aforementioned beat the hammer is coming up at noon, and I am nervous, and we'll get to that. That's good. Yeah, now that's in about a half hour. I'm going to try to eat here at some point. Joe to Cameron, John Rich on WIP.
4: The pro football playoffs are almost here. You got pro and college hoops, hockey, and so much more to enjoy. The Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app has you covered. Get odds, bets, slots, and games right in the palm of your hand, right on your phone. It's safe, secure, and so easy to use Parks is the official sportsbook for the real Philly sports fan, and it's the only sportsbook and casino app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on player performances, touchdowns, receiving yards, rushing yardage, tackles, and with live in-game betting, you can bet during the game, putting you right in the middle of the action. Take a look at the pro football slate for this weekend. Six games to choose from. Some fascinating matchups. Join me now, and new users can get up to $750 sportsbook bonus back if your first bet isn't a winner download the app and start playing instantly with the bet park sportsbook and casino
1: app T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today